now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. If you're in the real estate market or if you are looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I'm your hoster every week. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for 30 years. I've handled hundreds, thousands of transactions in our fair city. I've been proud. I am proud to be ranked one of the top productive productivity agents in uh, Remax for Western Canada and also on the island. I run a small team called the Prime Real Estate Team, and I'd be happy to help you as well too. If you're looking for opinions, thoughts, you want to know about what's going on in the marketplace, what you should do. Uh, here in Greater Victoria. I'd be happy to chat. You can find me and the rest of the whole Home Show team members by visiting the cfax1070.com website. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. Or you can just find me by Googling Tony Joe Real Estate, Tony Joe Victoria, or the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca. This week, we're having a conversation about energy efficiency in your home. Uh, our guests today are the Honorable honorable Bruce Ralston. He's the Minister of Energy, Mines, and Low Carbon Innovation. He'll be talking about the program in British Columbia known as Clean BC. I'm very excited to hear more about that. And also, we'll be chatting with Peter Sundberg. He is the Executive Director of City Green here in Victoria. We'll be talking about grants and other programs that are available to you if you're thinking about doing upgrades to your home. We always start our episode with a listener story or question or curiosity. And if you've got one that you'd like to share with us, give us a call. The number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Be sure to leave a message, by the way. That way I can get back to you and then we can talk about it on the air. Today, I want to talk about something that has come up, has come across my desk a fair amount in the past few days. Of course, uh, Victoria is always a strong real estate market, and we've seen yet more growth over the course of the past year. Uh, much of it has to do with what we're dealing with, with the pandemic. Real estate is a very hot topic in, co in conversation uh, today. And we've had inquiries about purchasing investment properties and how to leverage the equity that has grown in your principal residence and turning them into investment properties. And I want to touch a little bit about that today because there is so much to know. Um, the biggest thing is this. It's a lot easier than you think. Uh, you know, we are very fortunate in that we live in a time where we've seen all this growth, even people that bought their homes in 2010, you know, even 10 years ago, uh, nine years ago, eight years ago, they have seen significant increases in the value of their home. And that's not to say that you're going to sell. I mean, we all know the only time that those growths really matter are when you are selling 
you're selling your property. It's the same as in a stock, right? In an investment. So what's happened is there's been a lot of growth in equity. What can you do with that equity? Well, Denise Webster, our intrepid mortgage expert and show sponsor here on the Whole Home Show, uh, has talked a lot about the fact that not only are people applying for new mortgages for homes because of the fact that the interest rates are so low right now, but people are also trying to find a way, or they are finding ways to refinance their homes so they can pay off debts which are at a higher interest rate. And that's something that has always existed. That's always a feature. And of course, if that's you, by the way, make sure you call Denise because she is great and will give you the best advice in this in this area. But something else you can also think about, especially if you have had the idea about growing your real estate portfolio, uh, or even as another client of mine is doing right now, he's thinking ahead to his kids because his daughters are uh, nine and 11 years old. And he's thinking about what's going to happen when they're old enough and they're going to want to buy something. Now, how could they buy something in today's dollars that they can live in 10 years from now, 15 years from now uh, and enjoy while in the meantime, having it as an investment property. So as an existing tenant, can start paying down through rent payments, paying down the principal of the mortgage uh, and a number of other things. And there's some tax advantages there as well with uh, being an investor. Write-offs, for instance. Now, how do you do that? Well, again, Denise Webster will help you with this, but you can uh, take, you can basically take equity out of your home and use it as the down payment for your investment property and have enough out that the rent that you will be collecting from the tenant will cover not only the mortgage payment, but also uh, in the case of a strata, for instance, strata fees, uh, property taxes, and some other things as well. That is fully leveraging. That is fully leveraging your situation because it also meant that you didn't need to take money out of the bank. You uh, are taking equity from your home uh, and again, talk to your tax person, talk to your, talk to your accountant. There may be some advantages uh, to writing off the interest of the uh, equity loan from your home to uh, the, the next property. So there's so many things you can do. That's how people end up increasing their real estate portfolio is leveraging from one property to the next. And what a great way to do it um, in, in doing it from your home. And it also means not having to leave your home. You know, some people have the idea about maybe selling their property and then uh, uh, cashing out and taking that equity and buy. Sure, that's another option for sure. But um, this is a great way uh, to be a little more creative. Again, talk to Denise Webster at Dominion Lending uh, Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Uh, one of our show uh, partners here. She is fantastic. Talk to your accountant. There's a lot of things to know there. Um, but there are so many great opportunities. Uh, it's a great way to get ahead in real estate because uh, that's one of the things about real estate. You can do more with it than just live in it. You can use it as a vehicle. Uh, and uh, especially here in Victoria, because of the fact that we are in a place that everyone wants to be value seem, you know, they don't always go up by the way. I mean, I've mentioned this in the program before there have been stretches of six, seven, eight years that I remember in my time uh, as a realtor that things don't go up. They don't always go up, but you know, maybe this is a great opportunity for you to take advantage 
of those situations there. So uh, leveraging your home. These are advanced techniques, by the way, and it may not be for everyone. Not everyone wants to be a landlord. We know that, you know, I, I've, I've had landlords that sold because they discovered that it wasn't for them. But uh, just a thought, you know, and if you have uh, that thought and want to investigate it more, just give us a call. We'd be happy to help you. As a reminder, by the way, if you're a podcast listener, we have all of our shows on uh, Google Play and on iTunes. Just look up The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. You can also visit the cfax1070.com uh, website and see all of our most recent uh, streaming episodes. Everything's there. Uh, and if you are a YouTube watcher, we have been recording by video all of our episodes uh, during the pandemic. So you can also see uh, the interviews that we're doing by going to the Prime Real Estate Team's YouTube channel. Very excited about what I have for you today. We're going to be having conversations about energy retrofits and what you can do to your home to improve efficiency. Our guest, when we come back after the break, will be the Minister of Energy, Mines, and Low Carbon Innovation, Bruce Ralston, back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today, we're talking about programs and initiatives that British Columbians are enjoying in terms of energy efficiency. And uh, my guest right now is the Honorable Bruce Ralston. He is the Minister of Energy, Mines, and Low Carbon Innovation. Um, Honorable, uh, Ralston, Honorable Bruce Ralston was first elected MLA for Surrey Wally in 2005 and has served ever since. Uh, he was previously Minister of Jobs, Trade, and Technology. And I'm happy to report he was born in Victoria as well. So it's good to have him uh, back here. Uh, Minister, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, great. It is great to be back in Victoria, uh, virtually anyway. Um, <laughs> and my, my father was born in Victoria as well. So uh, yeah. the family lineage does go a little way back in Victoria. Very good. Very good. Well, one of the initiatives is uh, this Clean BC program. So um, can you tell our listeners um, what, what brought this on and what is the, uh, what is the ultimate goal that... Uh, well, well, the, uh, the government has a, a program of, uh, called Clean BC, and our overall plan is to reduce our carbon emissions across the economy in every sector uh, to achieve uh, a, a series of targets that are consistent with the, uh, the Paris Agreement. And I know it's pretty widely supported, uh, particularly in the lower island, but what we're focusing on here today is, is emissions from uh, from buildings, whether they're residential, uh, uh, commercial, or whatever. Uh, and uh, we've developed a series of programs to help individual homeowners uh, uh, renovate and bring uh, their, the emissions of that, their particular building down and save money in the process, or, and also in the new construction sector to, uh, to um, move to higher standards that will reduce the uh, long-term uh, emissions of, of new buildings as well. So, so that's, that's the two programs that we have uh, in, in broad terms. And there are a number of specific programs where we help people do that conversion and, and reduce their, their costs uh, as we go along. 
Well, and, and one of the things, of course, we have been finding under the pandemic is, you know, with so many people working from home now, there seems to have been sort of this, this uh, uh, new uh, enthusiasm about renovating and retrofitting. And it seems this is a perfect time for people to do upgrades that are energy efficient. Uh, yeah, I think everyone is, uh, when you work from, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking to you from, from my house, you have a greater consciousness of, of your surroundings when you're spending so much time uh, at home in a way that you probably didn't uh, a year ago. So you're right. I think people are, are more focused on, on making the, the, the personal space that they have in their homes uh, more, uh, more congenial and, uh, and uh, consistently warmer, I guess, would be, <laughs> and cooler in the summer too. Comfortable. Comfortable. Comfortable, exactly. Yeah. So now you, you of course, uh, as you mentioned, this this is a, a a home show. So we're talking, focusing mainly on on real estate related matters. But I do want to touch on the fact that there are many other aspects to the Clean BC program. For instance, uh, um, electric vehicles, right? And there's uh, um, incentives and and uh, uh, and things. It's 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 a it's a large program. It's not just house specific. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, the electric vehicle program is very successful. We, uh, we have a, a, a target of uh, achieving 10% of the basically cars uh, um, to be converted to electric, uh, that 10% that of the fleet by 2025. We're already at 9%. That program has been embraced very enthusiastically by British Columbians. We're also building out the charging network so that uh, whether through with public authorities, there's also private companies entering the market. Some of the, uh, the uh, gas, gas companies are putting uh, charging, rapid charge uh, facilities on their properties. So, um, and that's one of the things that uh, when you have an electric car, you, you tend to worry about. Uh, and, uh, that, but that network is being built out across the province and it, it only, it, it is to, encourage people to make that transition and there are rebates the federal government has a rebate we have a rebate uh, so uh, there are ways that you can save uh, uh, on on the purchase of a new vehicle there are no rebates on second-hand vehicles at this point but we that's something that we're we're looking at mm-hmm. well you know it's very interesting because uh of course pre pre-pandemic traveling across the country it, it always it always strikes me that the West Coast seems very much to embrace the uh, efficiency. It, you know, there's more electric cars in BC, it seems like, than, for instance, you know, in the middle of the country. Uh, it seems like the people of British Columbia just uh, are attracted to this a little more. Yeah, no, I think it's it's part of uh, our ethic here. And, uh, and that's why, uh, for example, the program that we just discussed is, is so successful. People are making personal choices that uh, the government wants to reinforce and encourage. And so I think together, uh, as we all make those kind of choices, uh, the, uh, the output, the collective result is, uh, is fewer emissions as we move and transition towards a, a low carbon economy. So it, it, there, are, there are jobs and economic activity that comes from making those transitions. And uh, we're, uh, we're, we're heading in that direction as, uh, as fast as we can. And, and uh, I think most people are, are coming with us. 
Yeah, very, very good. Well, we're chatting right now with uh, Minister Bruce Ralston. He's the Minister of Energy Mines and Low Carbon Innovation. Um, and this is something else too, because uh, clearly there is an intentional um, desire to to uh, transfer from uh, fossil fuels to, to to low carbon innovation. In fact, your title changed. Uh, it was previously uh, Energy Mines and Petroleum Resources, and now it's uh, energy mines and low carbon innovation. So that's this is an intentional shift, right? Yes, and and in fact, it reflects changes in the oil and gas industry. One of the the big trends in uh, in the investment world is what's called a switch to ESG, uh, environment, social, and governance considerations. So the degree to which a, a company embodies those values is a degree to which investors are interested. So. The biggest private investment company in the world, BlackRock, uh, their CEO, Larry Fink, just uh, in his annual letter just a week or so ago, has talked about the degree to which the future investments uh, of his fund and many others will be, uh, that will be a significant factor. So you see uh, car companies, I think there was an announcement just two weeks ago, GM Canada has said that they intend to switch all of their production, including pickups and all the rest of it, uh, to by, uh, to electric vehicles by 2035. So there are big changes uh, taking place uh, at that at that level, and that is supported by uh, the direction that investment is taking. So it's it's a shift not only in uh, the direction that in, we are encouraged by government by uh, non-government organizations, but also by an increasingly by industry and by investors. So um, I, I, my sense is that trend is, is accelerating. And uh, you, another, another symptom of that would be just the degree to which uh, on the stock market, for example, uh, investors are interested in alternate energy companies mm-hmm. or interested in finance, financing those, those companies as well. So, uh, it's a, it's a good time to be an alternate energy company, and it's also a good time to do home renovations. So uh, we live in exciting times. Everything seems to be aligning as we go forward. Very good. Well, one last thing I want to touch on in our remaining time together, um, something that we're seeing, including here in Victoria, is uh, this mass timber uh, is a is is a, a building structure and materials that we are also shifting away from the steel. Uh, construction and towards these renewable resources. And I think that's really neat as well, too. Uh, well, I mean, partly, I mean, my, my colleague, uh, Minister Ravi Kalon, in, in opposition, or in not, not in opposition, as a parliamentary secretary last term, uh, led a task force on mass timber. And the, the, the great thing about mass timber is, one, it, we, uh, we grow trees here. We have a, a forest industry that uh, needs to transition from uh, uh, volume to value. And uh, that uh, mass timber construction is one way of doing that. But it, it's uh, quite a bit lighter uh, as a building material and, and it represents uh, stored carbon as well. So it, it, it's a, it's a, and it's also pretty aesthetically pleasing. So, so there's a lot of reasons for building with mass timber. Building codes have been changed uh, to uh, allow uh, buildings of greater height to be built uh, in that way. And uh, so the opportunities for it's for British Columbia as a as a leader in the technology of mass timber, architects, uh, 
and uh, and building technologists uh, can can uh, I think lead uh, in North America on on the technology of mass timber. So that's uh, what what one of the focuses of the work that uh, now Minister Kalani is a Minister of Jobs and has taken his enthusiasm for mass timber to that ministry. And I think you'll be hearing more about it. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time, uh, Minister. I, I know it's always a busy time for you, and uh, we salute you and your ministry for all of the work that you're doing in this area, really bringing British Columbia to the forefront here in Canada. Great. Well, well thanks very much. And I know you're going to hear from Peter Sundberg, who has a great reputation, very knowledgeable about uh, the programs that the ministry offers. And uh, my colleagues at the ministry advise me that he's, he's exactly the right person to talk to. So, Fantastic. Uh, so you're, you're onto a good thing there. Great. Thank you, Minister. And uh, we just need to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to another episode of The Whole Home Show. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. This week, we're having a conversation about many of the great and exciting programs that are offered to British Columbians, specifically the Clean BC program uh, through the Ministry of Energy, Mines, and Low Carbon Innovation. Just before the break, uh, we had with us uh, the minister of that ministry, um, Bruce Ralston, talking about um, why we're doing this and how BC will uh, continue being uh, and, and um, lead the country in innovation in this area here. But right now we have with us a guest uh, who has been on the program before. It's Peter Sundberg. Peter uh, runs City Green here in Victoria. We're going to learn all about that. Peter, thanks for coming back. Great. Thanks so much for having me, Tony. You know, it's funny. I was looking at my notes. You were here with us two years ago. It was January 2018. And I apologize. You, you, you've got so much great information. Uh, I, I got to get you on a little more frequently, you know? Great. Well, I was happy to be here. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, so, uh, Peter, first of all, let's start with talking about City Green. So what is it that you guys do? Yeah, well, City Green's a nonprofit organization, and we provide sort of a wide range of, of energy efficiency and, you know, climate, reduc climate change reduction services. Um, and we've been, you know, fortunate enough to, to work with um, our utilities in the province of BC to, to help them in their policies and programs to help people and particularly reduce their energy consumption in their homes. And through that also reduce the greenhouse gas impact of, you know, home heating and um, for space and water heating. You know, uh, when I was chatting with the minister there, we were sort of talking about the fact that British Columbians seem to embrace this concept more than maybe other places in the country. I, I mean, I don't know if that's something that's measurable. Um, it, it seems like our lifestyle uh, on the West Coast here, maybe even on the island, just is a little more conducive to, uh, to the whole energy efficiency thing. Would you, do you feel the same way or? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think BC's always sort of been a leader in energy efficiency and climate reduction. And I think in part, it comes with our sort of West Coast ethos. And I think on Vancouver Island, even more so, uh, Vancouver Island has been, I think, always um, 
a leader in terms of um, environmental type issues and improving home energy efficiency. There's always higher uptake on Vancouver Island for some reason. And that's, you know, uh, a very good quality and characteristic of our, you know, wonderful island people. Well, I, I want to step back and talk about our history, you and I, like we worked together on a program back in when I was the president of the real estate board, it was 2008. And the Victoria real estate board uh, uh, in conjunction with CD Green uh, was talking about a program, an energy labeling program where we would label uh, resale homes to determine the efficiency of a property. Because, you know, people typically, ask, I just had it yesterday. People asked for the uh, oil bills and the electrical bills of a house because they're trying to get a sense of how much it's going to cost to run. But that doesn't tell you much, does it? Well, your energy bills still tell you a lot in one part of one thing, but, and um, so that's very important. I and mean, often people don't have access to that when they buy a home. And I think people often um, don't think about how expensive it could be or how much cheaper it could be over the long term if they improve the efficiency of the home. I mean, we've been in many homes and people have, you know, finally upgraded their oil furnace and some attic insulation. And, you know, we sort of said, if you had done this 10 years ago, you would have saved tens potentially tens of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. and just been much more comfortable in your home and reduce the environmental impact to your home. So the benefits of you know, improving home energy efficiency are very large um, and people often just don't even know. And in many homes, people that bought purchase, even a new home sometimes just built to code, they think it's efficient, but it's not necessarily really efficient or nearly as efficient as it could be. Um, so, um, you know, many, many homes, although they maybe have completed one upgrade, are still sort of only moderately energy efficient. And we're really seeing a transformation in terms of what's happening with new construction now. Yeah. And in, in not too long a time, the difference between the efficiency in a brand new home and an existing older home is going to be massive. In the past, it wasn't very large. Many older 1940s homes were as efficient or more efficient than new homes built to code mm -hmm. because they did some attic insulation, installed a heat pump, and so on. Um, but that's really changing now as all our new construction and our industry is changing. And we're building more and more energy efficient homes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of the hurdles that people have, and you kind of touched on it a moment ago, is, is there's this perception of, is it worth the cost? Is it worth doing the upgrade, considering how long the payback might be? Like, what, what do people need to know about that? Well, I mean, one, first, you know, the payback on many things is not very long. Some of it's almost instant. And particularly now we live in a, in a time when, for example, um, the Clean BC Better Homes program has phenomenal rebates available for homeowners to upgrade the efficiency of their home. So after you do the upgrades, which some of them are not expensive and you apply the rebates, these can be very cost-effective. It means the payback is like under a couple of years and you're living in a home that's much more comfortable. So the one that pops to mind when you mention that is insulation, for instance. So in, in increasing a home's insulation uh, uh, value, right? Exactly. Many people do not realize that their homes are under insulated, or even if they think it's insulated and they have sufficient insulation in some parts of their attic, you know, sections of their home are, are, are barely insulated. And they wonder why a room is cold or it feels drafty in certain areas of their home than others. And I think most people experience that or when their energy bills are higher in February, we're going to have a cold month. People are going to be experiencing a lot higher energy bills. Um, insulating your home is one of the most, you know, first and most important things people can do. It's also very cost effective. Yeah. There's also phenomenal rebates available through the Clean BC program, the Better Homes program. So it really is one of those things that if anyone's in doubt about the efficiency of their home, 
um, and they're feeling colder than they think they should be. Um, their energy bills are higher than they would like them to be. I mean, you know, contact an insulation contractor. There's program qualified insulation contractors you can find on a search tool on the Better Homes WC website. Um, lots of great contractors on the island and, you know, across British Columbia that they'll come in, give you a free quote and tell you how they can improve the installation. That might be your attic, your walls, your basement, your foundation, or in other areas of your home that are just under insulated and you don't realize the impact of one uninsulated section of your home can have a huge impact on the comfort of your whole home and on your energy bills. Well, we were talking uh, before we started recording here. We, you, you and I were talking about uh, you. You had a neighbor, an elderly couple uh, in an older house, right? And their comfort level is very different than you know. Our, all of our comfort levels are different, right? Well, that's exactly it. it is comfort. These, this was a, just a wonderful older other couple that lived there. Just like super charming couple, and they were from a time where, you know, you just put on a sweater. And, and stayed to stay warm and probably lived in a, in a very, you know, quite a cold home. When they sold that home to a young couple that moved in there in the first winter, they were freezing. They were like, this is impossible living. I can't even handle it. Like, this is so cold. And for them, they were just accustomed to growing up at a very different temperature level. Um, so not saying one's right or right or wrong with how, how different people live, but they went and, you know, got their home insulated and then, you know, put in a different heating system and various things. And, you know, very cost effectively in this, you know, a nice little Victoria home to insulate it. So this was, you know, it, you know, a couple thousand dollars to do the walls and the attic insulation yeah. minus rebates, you know, you're paying very little amount and your energy savings and comfort levels just, you know, are, are just, like it's like a different world well i want to get it we're going to have a conversation about rebates after our, our next break here but what, one of the things i do want to mention though because you know we're talking about comfort and all that stuff and yeah people have different uh, uh you know levels of comfort but the other thing too you know your home is your biggest investment typically speaking and when you when the house is more comfortable to a human being um it is actually better for the structure of the house as well too right and the longevity of the, of the structure well, that's that's exactly it. You when when you really we want to, as you say, your most valuable investment. You really want to protect it and like doing air sealing and making sure that your home is well insulated. I mean, air sealing is a very simple task. But what does what does air sealing do? Well, it keeps the drafts out, it reduces your energy bills, it keeps very importantly moisture out of your walls, so you don't get mold or rot that yeah. can really create the value of a home. It and your health out. It keeps yeah. dust out. Um, all those cracks in the home are also letting sound into your house, so you have you air seal your home. You have a quieter, more comfortable, cheaper to operate, um, more structurally durable home. These are all the types of things people want in a home. They want a durable home that's comfortable and, 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 and nice to live in. Then you put insulation in the walls um, or, in, or in the attic. Again, much more comfortable, a nicer home. It's going to last longer. It's going to keep you more comfortable. You're going to save money. You're going to you know, reduce your environmental impact by reducing your greenhouse gases. So all of this can be done for a few thousand dollars minus rebates it's like it's one of those things that when people do do it after yeah. many times we've spoken to was like why did i did i not do this so much longer ago <laughs> all of a sudden i used to be able to hear that street we live just off a busy street i can't yeah. i can't hear that street anymore okay. like and people it's it's almost it's like surreal to them to think like their home's that much quieter yeah. um and they never even thought about you know they heard the street and it annoyed them for years but they never thought that insulating their home with something that was going to make it a quieter home. And these are these some different like consumer benefits that people often don't think about. Um, wow, what's what's it worth to have a quieter home? Yeah. Um, 
And particularly now when people are at home a lot more working and, and everything else, you're in your home much, much more. So these benefits, these sort of co-benefits of having a better home are, you know, are, are really quite um, amazing and often not thought about. And when you start saying, what's the payback on that? Well, what's, well, what's the payback of having a really comfortable, quiet home um, if you live on a busy street and you've sort of been annoyed for many, many years about this? Or we, we've often heard too, people, you know, their house gets too hot in the summer um, and they can't sleep and then they're cranky and then they're sleeping in the basement. All the <laughs> too hot, right? But well, why is that home too hot? Well, it's too hot likely because in one, certain cases, they've got a lot of air leakage up there. They have an under insulated attic. So the sun's just beating down and cooking that room. And then they insulate their attic, do some air sealing, maybe put in a little ventilation. They're like, oh my goodness. Oh my. Um, we well, never realized after all these years of sleeping in this home that was too hot in the summer that this amount of money um, could help it make it better. And we've reduced our energy bills and we've reduced our greenhouse gas. Oh impact. my goodness. Well, hey, listen, we need to take we, we got to take a quick break. There's so much to talk about. We're here with Peter Sundberg at Sadie Green, cdgreen.ca. Uh, need to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking about energy-efficient homes and things that you can do to make your home more comfortable. We're chatting right now with Peter Sundberg. He is with City Green, citygreen.ca. Thanks again for coming, Peter. Great. Thanks so much for having me, Tony. Uh, so the program that we had a conversation with the minister about uh, two breaks ago, uh, this Clean BC program, how can this help consumers? What, should, what do they need to know? Yeah, well, great. Well, the first thing they should know is that there's a fantastic website resource available where they can get all the information, and that's um, www.betterhomes.ca, betterhomesbc.ca. Okay. And by doing that, they can check it out and they can look about all the rebates available. So when they live in Victoria, they can put in, I live in Victoria, I'm a home heated by natural gas or electricity. Search, it'll bring up all the rebates that are available for you. And there's rebates from the Clean BC program. Um, from our, our utilities, BC Hydro and Fortis, local governments have top-up rebates. So when you add them all together, um, you, you, there's a lot of money available for many, many upgrades. They can also, if they're unclear, they don't wanna use a website or they're unclear about the eligibility or if they won't be eligible, they can call a number and an energy coach, a trained professional will talk to them and answer all their questions. This isn't wow. like a call center. This is someone that, that Tony can call as a realtor, a yeah. homeowner can call, contractor and call and say listen i live in a this type of home um you could just say i'm having these types of issues or i'm thinking about getting a heat pump or whatever you're trying to think about and they will answer your questions um very knowledgeably provide you the right thing they'll let you know what rebates are available they'll let you know how to find program registered contractors and um we have many people that will call multiple times and ask different questions about things or they're you know, they have a quote and they don't understand it from a contractor. They just say, what is this model number on here? I don't understand this thing. They'll answer those questions. The intent is that many people, you know, don't totally know what they need to do to improve the efficiency of their house, or they get to a point in their renovation project where they're like, well, I'm unsure. I've got, um, someone said I should install a central heat pump and someone else said I should install a ductless heat pump. But what's the difference? What's the difference? Yeah. Um, what's the best thing for my home? And they can call someone that's not trying to sell you a product, but is instead trying to explain what the difference is and answer your question. Um, and we do actually have many realtors who call and they say, yeah, I've got a client who's, they're just buying this home, but look, they don't have, it's not insulated. It's not this, it's not that. Um, what can I tell them they can get? And then so we'd say, great. Well, here you go, Mr. and Mrs. Realtor. 
here's the, the resources and rebates that are available to them. And here's the number they can call for all the information they need. So that's www.betterhomesbc.ca. Rebate search tools to find out what you're available for. Contractor search tools to find insulation, heat pump, or energy advisors. And um, a free number you can call or email at your convenience in the evening. Um, and they'll respond to your question as soon as possible and provide you with all the information you need and direct you down the path you need to take. Well, I have to say, you know, because of course I'm right now, I am looking at the, uh, the webpage and it is, um, it is amazing. It is amazing how user-friendly it appears to be and uh, you know, following step-by-step -step guide and, and all of these things, the rebate search tool, I think is something that people should be checking out. That's uh, that's for sure. It it is and it's great and and as people maybe don't know, there's there's different rebates available for you know different depending on how your home's heated, uh, sometimes the type of home you are on you live in, and in the location. So there's many great local government rebate top ups, particularly on Vancouver Island. For example, uh, if you live in Victoria, there's an additional two thousand dollar rebate for switching to a heat pump from oil, wow. natural gas, or propane. Wow. There's also currently special offers. The province of VC has a double the rebate offer for heat pumps. It's gone up from 3,000 to 6,000. Plus if you're in the city of Victoria, that's 8,000. If you live in central Saanich, North Saanich, Saanich, there's $350 top ups for heat pumps. And there's all kinds of different top ups available. So depending on where you live, um, there's additional funds available. So contractors use this often because they work with people all across the region. Um, rebate programs change or special offers. If they need to keep on, you know, right on top of what's available, the day it's changed, that website changes. The day it changed, there's a number you can call and they'll answer and explain that question to you to what's there. Um, some people don't like using the website. So perfect. Call. There's a number for you to call. They'll explain it. They can send you information on email or text you information. So there's all kinds of great um, support and resources to, to answer those questions. Or if they're you know, have questions about, well, I've had, um, I've had some rats in my attic. Um, and so, but I want to get an upgrade. What should I do? Well, they'll, you'll provide an answer. And then they will direct you to a professional insulation contract and say, select one from this list of contractors who have received special orientation and training on the rebate programs and will help you out. And we're very, very fortunate on the island. We have an amazing, um, you know, sector of contractors, um, that, um, you know, far better than other regions of the province. So we have access to very, very good contractors and a lot of them who are able to provide service. And we're in a boom right now with COVID. Um, people are spending more time at home, working at home. They're um, maybe not traveling, so have some expendable income. They're, they've, you know, often like many people have put off these things for many years because they're busy with life and kids and, and travel and work. Um, so people are, are, are focusing more on their homes and, you know, the home is where the heart is and that's, you know, making that a better home, making it more efficient, reducing the greenhouse gas impacts of your home, um, that we're having a huge construction boom, which, which is really important for our economy right so, now. So something I want to bring up is, you know, sometimes people kind of, you know, they think about renovation. Okay, got to redo the bathroom, got to redo the kitchen. Like those things are, they're, you know, they're sexier. They're a little more, you know, people get excited about that and, you know, maybe, if you've already done that, or if you're thinking about the well-being of your home as a system, right, as a, as a, as, as a, as, as a, um, a structural system, going through the process and uh, checking out the efficiency of the home, 
probably a good idea. Now, you've touched a couple of times here in our conversation about heat pumps. So, um, I mean, this is also a, a very – people get concerned because they're expensive, but you've said that there's rebates, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and the minister in, in the interview before us spoke to, you know, the, the province's goals for a transition to a low-carbon economy. And he yeah. spoke to what's happening with electric vehicles and this tremendous growth in electric vehicles in BC and where we're going. I mean, I think most people think in their future – Either they or their kids are going to have an electric vehicle. It's sort of just sort of a known, everyone that. Well, we're going through a similar type of transformation with homes um, that in the future, in a low carbon economy, most homes are going to have to transition to be electrically heated. Mm -hmm. And this will take some time, just as a, the, the transformation with electric vehicles is taking some time. Well, well, the, but, the, but the perception is that electric uh, electricity for heating is more expensive. Well, electricity is more expensive. However, um, that, that, that's, that's a fact. However, um, heat pumps, for example, are three times more energy efficient than electric baseboard or a natural gas heating system. Um, and if you put that heat pump into a home where you've also upgraded the insulation, spent a little bit of extra money and made your home a little bit more efficient, regardless of what type of heating system you put in, when you upgrade it, you should always also be looking at upgrading the insulation. Mm -hmm. um, it's making your home a better home, allowing you to provide a more efficient, potentially smaller heating system. So it's just, it's a it wise keep, thing. It keeps the heat, keeps the heat in. in. Yeah. The, the intent of what we're trying to do here is use less energy of whatever type you're using, right? Just yeah. as, a, as, as a good policy of practice. You just try and do that. That's the best practice. And then put in a heating system. And heat pumps are becoming, you know, very popular. Um, they're, they're amazing systems. It's heating in the winter, yeah. cooling in the summer. Um, they're very versatile. You can put in ductless systems. So if you have, your, you, you want to get rid of your ducting in your home, many people are like upgrading their homes now, um, their basements. And that for an in-law suite or a rental suite, you can, you know, put in ductless systems and take out that ducting and all of a sudden gain that headspace. Wow, that just makes your home. Headspace and sound. And sound, right. yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, people are, um, they're, uh, you know, fantastic air filtration systems are added on the heat pumps. You can just really improve the indoor air quality. And I think really importantly, and why the province is focusing on it is that heat pumps are the most climate friendly type of heating system currently available, right? Yeah. So people often don't realize that it, when they're heating their home with oil or natural gas, this is four to 10 or 12 tons of greenhouse gas emissions a year. Yeah. Right? So the results so what we're putting back into the atmosphere. Yeah. So four to ton, 12, 12, four to 12 tons of greenhouse gas emissions a year going to a, a heat pump you're under one ton wow um, so it's, it's it's phenomenal reduction in greenhouse gas emission reductions and i think people just necessarily don't don't think about it as much and then right now we have double the rebates so if people apply now and register on betterhomesbc.ca before march 31st they're going to get six thousand dollars rather than three thousand dollars this is Plus a key by the way the top ups. there is a deadline march 31st is really important for for listeners to know right yeah, exactly march 31st the double the rebates the rebates will continue beyond that time but they'll be just at a different level okay well listen uh, peter as we wrap up here uh, first of all let's make sure people know how to reach you so what's the best way uh, for them to contact well um, uh, the thing is it's not contacting me personally i would say contact the program yeah. um which is www.betterhomesbc.ca. Yeah. There are a list. Um, there's self, you know, self tools you can use yourself to look at the rebates and the various information available. There's a phone number where you can call to talk to a professional energy coach that'll talk to you about your things. They'll talk about all the rebates that are available for everything, all the upgrade opportunities and things, and where you can find contractors or provide you with resources. I want to learn a little bit more about this type of product or that product. And I think um, 
just to know there's, you know, it's not just heat pumps or heat pumps or heat pumps, insulation, windows, uh, all other types of heating systems. The, there the are entire system. So yeah. Whatever you're thinking about improving your home um, and the energy efficiency of your home, um, there are not for everything, but for most things, there are very good rebates available. And we have, you know, very um, high quality contractors in our region that can help, you know, homeowners out um, to amazing. Well, thank you, Peter. Thanks for coming back. Peter Sundberg, he is the executive director of City Green, citygreen.ca. So much information uh, to have, and we'll get you on again. Thanks for coming, Peter. Thanks so much, Tony. Yeah, and to the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.